please stand clear of the doors. Hey, on the monorail, on our way to Magic Kingdom, is everyone ready to talk about the Hall of Presidents? Why are we doing an attraction nobody ever visits? Well, it's it's history, and history history is fun, right? Right? Hi- history history is fun, right? We ran out of topics, didn't we? No, not not yet, right? Welcome to episode 172 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the His on the Hall of Presidents. Right now we are recording live for our Groove Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Groove Troop. All you got to do is go to DizHis.com and you'll find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our giveaways. We have given away signed comics, which I'm going to be giving away one here in a couple weeks. Wax melts, which we are going to be giving away one tonight. Disney merch, Diz His merch, and many other things that Chris can find around his house. You also get access to our Group Troop chat where you can interact with us and our other Group Troop members. We talk Disney daily and have Disney-themed questions. Plus, our live shows are really messy and lots of fun, and the lowest tiers are only like 2 bucks. so go ahead and check us out at DizHis.com. If you want to leave us a message or share a memory, give us a call at 707-842-0345. Hey, send us an email at DizHisHistory at gmail.com. Let us know if we have any history incorrect. Let us know if you love our history. Let us know if you love our new segments we do every month with our game segments. Let us know if you think we did wrong in a game and we should have had someone else win the game. Let us know some fun memories or give us ideas for future episodes. Just send us an email at dizhishistory at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Lastly, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, please reach out to dizhis65scott at yahoo.com where you can get in contact with Scott. Hey, someone in someone in our chat said something about our memory songs, right? Yes, I think we need to bring those back. But when would we remember play them? those? I do. I, huh? I I do. I remember them. Of course, I remember them. There, I made those. I made those up. I, you know, I think we should <laughs> put them in randomly, like this randomly. <laughs> Why not? Like right, right now. Is his memories? We're telling them to you. Is his memories? We're telling them, telling them, telling them to you. And edit it in, Alex. I will. I'll play one. I'll pick the best one. Okay, guys. So today we are going to be giving the his in the Hall of Presidents, right? I actually, um, it's a nice, relaxing attraction, right? Uh, it's always updated every four years, right? Or eight years. So that's kind of cool. What do you guys think of this attraction, Chris? I like it. I did it once. Um, and it was fun. I, I really liked it. It was cool just um, being watched by 45 strangers. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool, the attention to detail that Disney put into every single president. Okay, how about you, Jen? Um, been on it lots and lots and lots through the years. It was one of my parents' favorites. It is, I, I use it as an Alex attraction. Get out of the heat, rest your feet. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get a shirt on that. 
So, um, but I mean, actually, I just went in there. It's been so long. And one of the last few times that we went, we actually went in and watched it. And it's pretty interesting. When did you go to it? Uh, Nathan's birthday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The the teenagers. Why did they want to go? I don't know. I didn't ask. Maybe they had like a report coming up on presidents that they wanted to kind of get some history. It was an odd request myself, but we went with it. Okay. How about you, Alex? What do you think? I like history, but I do not like this ride. So why not? It's a big. It's not really a ride for me. It's a big. It's a boring attraction for myself. I mean, if it was a ride, maybe you would like it more. Maybe like at the very end, you like like a little drop or something like that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. If it was like it was like dinosaur, but instead of dinosaurs, it's it's you know. Old white guys, aka dinosaurs, but um, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. it it's like she, like Jen said, get off the, get out of the heat, rest your feet. Of course, you know. But, but when we're at Magic Kingdom. It's not somewhere. Not something we we try to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you were looking forward to this episode. Why? History's fun. The history is okay. interesting, and I like to. I like uh, watch, looking over some history that was sent to me by a Patreon, and then I also like doing my own research. So it was it was it was good history. Uh, like I said, I don't. I don't remember last time I was on that ride. Honestly, last time I was on the ride could have been George W. Bush. Wow, really, Alex? I do have a recommendation. It's not a ride. It's an attraction. <laughs> Whatever attraction. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want a ride, it's a little more exhilarating. You could try the uh, the Abe Lincoln experience. Guarantee you blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's been how many years, and we're still gonna say too soon. Let's get to the his on the Hall of Presidents. The Hall of Presidents is a 25-minute show located in the Liberty Square land in the Magic Kingdom. It opened in 1971 and consists of two parts, one being a film and the other utilizing audio animatronics to bring the presidents to life. The historical attraction helps the older and younger generations appreciate American history, with past presidents coming to life to educate the guests. The Hall of Presidents is continuously updated to stay current with the most recent president-elect. So, you know, like some people are saying, do you think this is a good fit at Magic Kingdom or would this be better at Epcot? What do you guys think? Hmm. Well, it's an opening day attraction, is it not? It is, but I think what Joe's saying is it being at Epcot in America, the land of America in there. I think it would be better there, actually. I, agree. I like the show that's in what is it called? Golden Dreams. I don't remember what it's called. I don't even American know what it is. Adventure. That's it. It's called. I American like the American Adventure, Adventure too. But I you like have that two attractions one. there. What is the American Adventure? I don't even know what it is. Oh yeah, you do, man. That's the one where you're gonna go in. It kind of goes over. Like there's a. Um, it's with Shania Twain and Ben Franklin. Is it really Mark Twain, Twain and Mark, uh, Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like all these cool animatronics. Kind of goes like the history of like America. No, you know. No, I don't think I've been on it. Never been on it. <laughs> don't, so, hey, Jen, remember when we when we went? Who was that, Darlene? That thought that we they were, were real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, but here's the here's the background. Is that is that's a stopping point. There, when you're drinking around the world, there are certain stopping points where you just have to kind of slow down and you know, pace yourself or you're going to end up like, did you see the video of the woman that was screaming at the security guards being pulled out? Of oh, that was no, I didn't see that. Yeah. So uh, if you don't slow down and pace yourself, 
stop with a couple of rides or attractions here or there, you may end up like that woman. So the American adventure is one where we have to stop and collect ourselves if we're drinking around the world. Out of the heat, nice 25 minutes, take a nap, rally, all those things. So a friend of ours who doesn't go to Disney a lot and was also drinking around the world with us. She wasn't that. We weren't like drunk, though. No, but she she waited until it was the part with Teddy Roosevelt on the horse. <laughs> That's when she realized after that, this isn't real. No, <laughs> she was like, she's people? like, no, she was like, that horse is really tame. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? Would, what? Are you she was for 100% right now? Are you serious. Like, are you for real? Oh. And she's like, we're like, no, those are animatronics. And she's like, oh. <laughs> I definitely think, I mean, I think it fits though at Magic Kingdom. I was, let me kind of give my little opinion on it. I think it does fit at Magic Kingdom just because it's in the whole, you know, that, that era there. The um, little land. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it fits there, but I think it could also fit over at Epcot. I would rather see it at Epcot and put something else better in at uh, Magic Kingdom. The attraction Hall of Presidents may have only debuted in 1971, but it was an idea of Walt since 1946. Walt was on vacation to New Orleans and purchased a mechanical bird that could sing with its beak head and wings moving. He brought it back to his team of Imagineers and wanted them to figure out how it worked. Walt wanted to use this technology to create an attraction of a life-size human, specifically Abraham Lincoln, one of Walt's heroes. He wanted to create an attraction named One Nation Under God in Disneyland, with the land surrounding it called Liberty Street. This land would have been American Revolution themed and would have resided where Main Street USA is today. Walt hired Bobby Epson to dance in front of a large grid while being filmed for the Imagineers to use as reference for movements. The Imagineers created a model that was one-eighth scale, even built a stage for it to perform on. Unfortunately, this land did not come fruition, as Imagineers were unable to determine how to make 33 different statues stand and speak in sync with the presentation. The idea for a one nation under God was shelved, but it remained in Walt's mind. The Imagineers decided that it would be a lot easier to create birds and flowers instead of people. This idea was paired with a Polynesian restaurant, whom we named the Enchanted Tiki Room. So hearing this history, all I can envision is uh, Walt Disney walking into his his employee, the Imagineers, you know, headquarters, whatever, with a cigarette in his mouth, bird, anim- like robot bird in his hand, him slamming it down on the table and say, "Turn this into ape Lincoln." <laughs> 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 like, can you just imagine, like, going home, like, "Oh, what did you do today?" Oh, you know, the boss wants me to turn this bird into a, into Abraham Lincoln. I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. And then he comes back to the next day, and the guys are trying to make. A little top hat and a little jacket and he's like no <laughs> human form <laughs> that'd be kind of cool if they made a whole bunch of tiny presidents instead ah you know it's almost like small world they should, that's what they should have done is done like a small w- world of presidents no you're going through no no no, no. <laughs> uh, i think this is kind of cool history though i feel like i mean this is like the abraham lincoln animatronic is still one of the best animatronics at the parks, I feel like, right? I mean, it's, yeah, have it's you seen one. this animatronic? Yeah, it's really good. It's like, it's it's really good. Um, even, I mean, how long ago? That's like a 50 years ago, and it's still, it we're impressive. still using, it's yeah. still really impressive, you know? Well, I mean, I imagine just, it's been updated. Just another example, you know, just a testament to, you know, the visionary that he was, you know, to be able to see something small like that and then just immediately have that, transform in his mind and then his team you know willing to do everything they can to make this vision that he had a reality it's pretty cool 
I mean, yeah. and we yeah. know it works. So obviously, because we've all oh. been on, you know, or in <clears throat> the Hall of Presidents and like uh, the next history talks about where it actually started with the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And that one is still at Disneyland. Guys, I want to know how many ideas Walt had that they could not do. Like the Imagineers are like, right. they tried to. Like what, I want to know, like <laughs> yeah. he, he did all these, like some of these things are crazy. Like he got a parrot, make it into like, you know, a human animatronic, yeah. right? He had, I want to know some of the ideas that, that the Imagineers were like, okay, we're gonna give it, we're, we're gonna give it, we're gonna give it a go. And yeah. then it was just not, like it was impossible. The 1964-65 New York's Fair was being developed by Robert Moses. And Moses was on the hunt for attractions that would blow away guests of the fair. He visited Disneyland searching for great attractions, but was not very impressed. He met with Walt Disney, and Walt led him to an off-limit area of the park in order for Moses to meet their prototype, President Lincoln. Moses and Walt walked up to the animatronic, and Lincoln stood up, extended a hand for a shake. Moses shook the hand and told Walt how impressed he was, and that he needed this for the World Fair. Walt brought back the idea for One Nation Under God, but reduced it to just President Lincoln, thus creating great moments with Mr. Lincoln. This attraction featured an animatronic version of Abraham Lincoln reciting pieces of his most famous speeches, and a version can be found on Disneyland's Main Street USA today. Although Walt initially wanted to feature all the presidents, the short time frame available to build the show meant that only Lincoln's animatronic would be completed before the deadline. With sponsorship from the state of Illinois, the show originally premiered at the 1964 World's Fair alongside such classics as It's a Small World and The Carousel of Progress, showcasing groundbreaking technology to guests visiting the event. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln was a huge success at the 1964 New York's World Fair, and during this time, a second audio animatronic of Lincoln was being prepared for Disneyland. On July 8, 1966, an identical show opened in Disneyland that was sponsored by Lincoln Saving and Loans. What an amazing sponsor for a Lincoln ride or attraction, Lincoln Saving and Loans. Well, we got to think about how much of uh, a land that was for them. You know, like, I mean... can. That they probably may got so much business from that, right? Yeah. You, you think? <laughs> you don't think so? You're just joking. I don't think she. You okay. don't think so? No. Why? I Banks, mean, you would go to a bank. Okay, so you're gonna go to a ride at Disneyland. Okay, so it's the '60s or an attraction yeah. in Disneyland. You're gonna go and you're gonna be so marvelled at the fact that Lincoln Savings and Loans sponsored this state of the art yeah animatronic that you're gonna go i'm gonna go put all my money in that bank i want to say all i mean yeah i would i mean i would definitely <laughs> do it i mean you just think about how they're sponsoring and this is like disney is having some of the best stuff at the world fair right so any kind of sponsors that, that, that it could be anything you're going to put it on that attraction. Everyone's going to check it out. Like everyone's going to go ride that ride. Everyone's going to go see, you know, the, the Lincoln animatronic. Everyone that's at, that's going to the world fair, which is going to be a lot of people is going to go and see the animatronic and not only see the animatronic, they're going to see Lincoln saving and loans. So they're going to be like, Oh, what's this? Whatever. And they're going to go check. I would think it's, I mean, I think that that's great for them. So Joe, you don't think so? Joe, yeah. do you have a, do you have a Chevy right now? Do you have a Chevy? Yeah. No, why? But you've been on test track. Mm, point. <laughs> why do you not own a chevy doesn't does make any sense it makes perfect sense you just said no it does not that they man. would go on this attraction and think it's so good they would then use lincoln saving and loans yeah but guess what not everyone at epcot is going to go ride test track number one but you've right? ridden just, test track right i haven't been on it now oh well then i've never yes, been on you're right track. that makes wait no a sense minute there. wait a minute wait a minute yeah what 
I haven't been on Test Track yet. I you know what? I believe I'm it. not scared to go on Test Track. I'm not scared. <laughs> I've never been on it. Every oh. time I go there, man, I just, you don't I just have, you didn't have it. A, you didn't have an annual pass. You don't live in Florida. Well, first um, off, you've never been to Epcot. Speak- Oh my well, god, Alex! I, I I disagree with what you say about the whole sponsorship thing influencing. Joe's favorite ride is uh, Spaceship Earth. <laughs> that's not my that's not my favorite ride. Oh, Jenny well, got it. Why? Because I'm on Earth. I'm on Earth. Sponsor <laughs> oh for Spaceship Earth. <laughs> that's a dumb joke. That's what that is. <laughs> when Walt made the decision to create a park on the East Coast, that park would become Disney World which contains the park, the Magic Kingdom, and would have a lot of its lands and attractions copied over from Disneyland. One land Disney decided not to include was New Orleans Square, due to Florida's proximity to Louisiana. So to replace it, they decided to use a previous idea, Liberty Street, which would expand to become Liberty Square. Disney now had the time and resources to expand on great moments with Mr. Lincoln, turning it into the Hall of Presidents, which opened alongside the opening of Magic Kingdom on October 1st, 1971. The attraction is housed inside of a red-bricked colonial building that resembles a town hall, with 1787 above the doorway, which is the year the Constitution was signed. The show was similar to its current version, with the film discussing the legacies of such presidents as George Washington and Andrew Jackson as a first segment. When the film began to discuss Abraham Lincoln's impact, an electronic version of Lincoln appeared to recite portions of the Gettysburg Address, just as in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. The film then continued by discussing the presidents following Lincoln before introducing audio-electronic versions of each president, from Washington to Nixon, being introduced to the guests. The speaking president required an auto-animatronic with a higher quality functionality than his no-speaking counterparts, due to the animatronics needed to move and express human expressions. So basically, this attraction is like a hype movie for patriotism. <laughs> a yeah. hype movie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if you've been in it, you know, you you know what I mean because it's talking about it. It is. It's a hype movie. Yeah. At the end, they should they should make sure everyone starts chanting USA. You you don't. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> so say you don't, Alex. No, oh, you've never been. That's right. I have Either been. That or they need uh, they need military recruiters standing there right as you're. Ah, oh that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> so I, I have a question for you guys, and please don't think too hard about this. Okay, so it's 2022. Uh, in the past, however many years, Trump, Obama, and Biden have been president. How many pictures do you think were taken of them? Probably millions, right? At that point, mm-hmm. how many pictures of Abraham Lincoln do you think uh, were taken? Not probably not many, right? Why does why do they look like that? Did they stop trying? Why why does Lincoln look so good? And why does Obama and Trump? I don't know what Biden looks like. <laughs> why, why do they look like that? Do they? They look That's bad. That's a good point. It's They're a good horrible. point. I could. It took me f- like it took me until the end of the attraction to find Obama. <laughs> I, I had no idea which one was him. Doesn't he talk? No, it, Trump was president when I was there. So Trump uh... was. It, listen, if Trump wasn't up front and center, I wouldn't known who he was either. They are bad. Like they just really? stop trying. Oh my gosh. You know what's interesting is in the next history, you'll find out a little detail that might be the reason. The reason. Oh, wow. But that's interesting that uh, they're so terribly made. Bad. Huh. Well, I mean, if I had to take a guess before we get to the next, here's my guess at it, right? Is that because no one really, I feel like it's not a very popular ride. Right. So why are they going to put effort and like resources into it when they can put effort and resources into other things? Yeah. Why would they put (laughs) effort into 
a Disney-related present attraction that Walt loved. The Biden doesn't look that bad. I mean, someone just posted a picture of him in Discord. I mean, it's too much sure. detail. If you look at the guy behind him, he has less detail and he looks better. Yeah, that's, that's obviously Obama behind him. <laughs> Somebody chat. Can you guys put um, Obama and Trump there? I had a hard time finding Trump. How oh, he's orange? There, there's there's a no. There's a theory going around online that say that said that they had Hillary made. And instead, they just made it look like Trump. And I, I can't, I, un- I can't unsee it. it now. I can't unsee oh, it. God. See, look at Obama. Obama like, looks great. Obama from here looks pretty good. Fine. What from from? It's small on my screen. It looks. I mean, that looks, doesn't look terrible. It doesn't look terrible. Maybe a little. Let me like. Oh no! Oh, no! My God! Oh my God! That's real. Yeah. That's like real. Anybody, that looks like anybody but Donald Trump. Like the, 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 <laughs> the wish version of Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's real. That's pretty bad. Oh my, that is. It looks like he has skin graft. Yes, Steve. Obama. Steve says Obama looks like the Key and Peele skit of Obama. He does. Yes, yeah, he, he does. does. Not, he does. You're right. He does look like Key and Peele skit Is that Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> oh my! He does, his hair's white. It's Why is his hair white? Leftover from uh, Superstar Lima. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they made a Hillary and then just changed it. <laughs> it really? That's what it looks like. It does look like that. For sure. Wow. <laughs> Halloween horror nights. <laughs> What's going on here with that? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I guess we're going to have to accept it. <laughs> I think, man, listen, if I if I was Donald Trump, I would go, I mean, I would be like, listen, you got to make a better animatronic. <laughs> this is not acceptable. <laughs> this is not acceptable. You have all that money. You just pay someone to do it. Unless, unless he looked at it and said, wow, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until President Bill Clinton's election that the current president began to record a memorable speech to be recited alongside the oath of office. Joe Biden is the only president since then not to record special audio. Disney legend Blaine Gibson and his staff sculpted the president's faces except for President Obama, Trump, and Biden, who were sculpted by Valerie Edwards, Gibson's apprentice, since Gibson has since retired. The clothes each president wore are accurate to the period in which they lived, utilizing fabric types and tailoring techniques used during those times. The original show remained unchanged from 1971 through 1993. The attraction closed from September till October of 1993 to be renovated. The original movie portion was changed to focus on the Constitution and its effects on slavery. The film has also been updated over the years, with Maya Angelou narrating the film during Clinton's era and Morgan Freeman narrating the film during Obama's era. The current film is entitled The Idea of a President. A major update to the attraction occurred on March 4, 2009, in which George Washington was added as a speaking president, reading for the first inaugural speech. The attraction reopened on July 4, 2009, debuting the Obama animatronic. The pre-show clip of Saturn V launch was replaced by the first launch of Space Shuttle Columbia, which was actually recycled from Universe of Energy at Epcot. In 2017 and 2021, the attraction closed for refurbishment, which aligned with the additions of the Trump and Biden animatronics. Does that answer your question, Chris? Sounds like Valerie Edwards needs to get fired ASAP, like two presidents ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, guys, I think I, I think this is like one of our questions that like Adam would put in chat. But I, I 100% think what they should do to make this attraction better is to have like Lin Manuel Miranda. Make a rap, and the president's rap, like whatever they say. Yeah, wouldn't that be a lot better? Now, would they rap well, or would they rap as if they were rapping? So they would be terrible. 
It'd be the think, epic rap battles, battles of history. Yes, exactly, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, wouldn't that be awesome, right? If you, I'm going. If you can take a vote, you can pick pick which presidents will wrap off against each other. <laughs> like the crowd would get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like American Idol or something. I think that'll be fun. Say you're gonna have me there for these ideas. I like that idea. I also wouldn't like. I like this attraction, but what if what if they bulldozed it and just put a Hamilton attraction? <laughs> what if? Oh. How, how many people would actually be upset? Like even fans of the ride, I think, like, yeah, well, you know, this is pretty mm. cool. All right. I mean, I can see it. What I don't if, think they ever will, but I don't know how many people will be upset about it. Yeah, it'd be cool. I, I'd like a, I'd like something like that because then you get because like everybody says about this ride, uh, a lot of people don't like it. I like this ride. I keep saying ride now because of Alex. <laughs> this show. A lot of people don't like this show. It's a place where they take a it's nap. Boring, I think get, it's boring, man. It's boring. No, sure, sure. And I, I think a lot of people think that. So if you put a Hamilton thing in there, I think engagement and then uh, teaching, because this is a big, you know, a teaching experience. You learn about, you know, the presidents, whatever. But um, you know, I think you know, a lot of people learn a lot from from Hamilton because it's a fun show and there's history yeah. in it. So yeah, you put something 100%. like that, you get young kids interested and but I don't think it should be Hamilton. I think it needs to be like presidents, but like a Hamilton version, like put Lim out. Sure, that would be Miranda really cool. Yeah. 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 Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The waiting area for the attraction features real artifacts from different presidents and first ladies on loan from respective presidential houses and museums. Lincoln, Washington, and the current president are all A100 animatronics, the most advanced models. The Hall of Presidents was the last Project Disney legend of iWorks, one of the original Mickey Mouse animators, worked on. Cast members will secretly vandalize some animatronics during controversies. These have included putting a condom into Clinton's pocket and handcuffing Nixon. I don't believe Sounds it. Sounds like... What do you say, Chris? How, you how, how are you going to know if there's a condom in his pocket? Like, who put... That's the point. That's the point. You don't know. The cast members... It... No, you don't know. As a day guest, the Hall of Presidents show building can hold 700 guests per show, each running 25 minutes long. That's 2,800 guests an hour. Found in the lobby are a number of president portraits, reproductions of the paintings commissioned during their term of office. Each president animatronic has two pairs of clothes, which swap out to be clean from the oil and dust. There are many small unseen details like FDR's leg braces, Bush's Timex Indiglow watch, Obama's wedding ring and Washington's chair being a copy of the one he used during the 1787 Constitutional Convention. We here at Disney think the Hall of Presidents is a great attraction. The attraction is constantly being updated to include the current president and will forever be a staple of the Magic Kingdom. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. 
Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to DizHiz.com and on top, there's a link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Niels wants to know. Hey guys, this is Niels from at Capturing Disney Parks on Instagram again. I love the episode on the Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland Paris. Without further ado, here's your question. Now you've studied the Parisian castle a bit, I would love you to all choose the most beautiful Disney castle around the world. Let's Google some pictures and motivate your choices. Let's go. Uh, I don't think this is a good question because I think we all know the answer because we talked about it on a podcast recently. I know my answer. What's what's your answer? I think my answer is the castle at... uh... Disneyland Paris. Okay. Why? I just think, first off, it's it's one of the biggest. So it's got that going for it. And uh, the tr- the trees around it is a, are amazing. The fact that they're square <laughs> makes the castle mm-hmm. look so nice. And then I think um, the colors with the background, because it's, you know, it's a light pink with the blue. I think that with the grayish skies usually above it looks really nice in photos. Okay. How about you, Chris? Yeah, for me, it's going to be uh, Paris. But I'll tell you what, um, with the new paint job, I think that Orlando gives gives it a run for its money. I love the new paint job in Florida. I think it's so weird seeing old pictures that look so washed out now. The uh, the original paint job of it. I love the pink and the rose gold and everything. Right. But yeah, definitely Paris, uh, a magic point for the dragon underneath the castle. <laughs> okay, how about you, Jen? Yeah, I mean, it's very easy because that one has always been the prettiest, in my opinion. Though my runner-up is, I do like the Shanghai Castle. Okay, guess Uh what? Mine, mine's going to be the Disney Magic Kingdom Castle. I love Cinderella's Castle, right? It's my home park. I love it. Let me explain why here also. Because there's no better, I don't think, I don't think any of the other castles, you get that view when you're walking down Main Street. That's true. I, you know, I get it at Disneyland. 
I know. So yeah. like when you when you turn that corner on Main Street and you see the castle like right there in the middle, I mean, I, I just think that it's just it's just so pretty. I don't think that this is my opinion. Plus, it's my home my home park. So I'm gonna go with Magic Kingdom Castle, Cinderella's Castle. Well, you know, it's interesting because I wonder what Niels will pick. We picked his park, so we're wondering if he's gonna go with that as his answer, or maybe he's gonna throw a curveball at us. Let's find or out. Curveball at us. Okay, this is a difficult one, but I think I go for the Disneyland Paris Castle. Not because it's in my home park, but I really feel it's the most charming one. Not the newest, not the biggest, but the most charming and most detailed one. I have to say that I love the Shanghai one as well, uh, with the references to different princesses and with the garden in front of it and the water behind. Really nice. But that one made it to my second choice. The Parisian Sleeping Beauty uh, Castle really is the best in my uh, opinion. Talking about Aurora, did you know that she went to jail? She was under arrest. Bye-bye. <laughs> you could hear him <laughs> laughing at his own joke at the end. Mm -hmm. That's that a true. Close. That's a hallmark of a dad joke right there. <laughs> That's funny, man. He's been doing that for how long? Is he putting those jokes in, he cleaned in up, his... He cleaned it up a little bit. He has. It he has been a lot really clean lately. Yeah. And by a little, I mean a lot. Like, <laughs> and Neil's for listening. We want we want to go back to the old ones a little bit. The ones we couldn't air. Give, give us, oh, like, yeah. give us like a like in between, maybe like a dad joke and those uh those those crazy ones. <laughs> we did have one that we couldn't use, right? Yeah, yes. I think so. <laughs> I just listened to it the other day, actually. Oh, we didn't use it. It's on the it's on the Patreon. So I'm cutting uh, the floor for Patreon. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. some pretty crazy stuff on that. Yeah. So we are going to be giving away a wax melt from Three Cheeky Chicks, one of our Patreon members, and I'm going to spin the wheel. You guys ready? Let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the shuffle. I'm going to shuffle it up a little bit. Right, you shuffle it up. All right, here it is. And it's... Oh, my god, Jared. Gosh. Jared. All he's not right. even here right now. He's not even here. The one time he's not again. here. Let's spin it again. Let's spin, spin it again? again? Just joking. No, oh. I'm just joking. Oh. I'm not going to spin it again. Jared won. <laughs> <laughs> what did he win, Joe? Congrats to Jared. He's going to win a wax melt. Of his so choosing? So I'm going to message him. Yeah, of his choosing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, reach out to him, which he's in chat, and I'll just be like, hey, what do you want? And I'll send him a wax melt. We're not going to force him to have the Diz His smell? No. Get those sales up? Nope. <laughs> nope. Diz His, Diz His Review. Review. So this week for D plus is Black Panther. What do you guys think of this movie, Alex? Uh, I think it's a good movie. I like it a lot. Um, you know, it's it's not one of the best, but it's definitely not one of the worst. It's definitely in the middle of the uh, Marvel movies, but I do like it, and I'm I'm very excited about the next one. Yeah, I'm super excited about the next one too, just because it's gonna. I'm just kind of curious how they're gonna do with the change, you know, of um, the death of Chadwick. What's his name? Uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Ch Chad, I'm sorry, man. He listen. First off, it's super late. Okay, it's, it's, I mean, it's super not, late. It's like seven thirty. I know, man. It's late for me. I'm getting old. I'm almost forty. But uh, I'm interested to see how how they're gonna do it with the change of Chadwick Boseman uh, to kind of see what's gonna happen there. But Chris, what do you think of it? Oh, I love this movie. It's a really good movie. Um, I think I think it was um, I think it was overrated in the sense where it should have been nominated for Best Picture. Probably not. But I think that uh, the hype for it was well deserved because I think it gave a lot of African-American um, children a superhero that they could see like, oh, that's that's me on the screen. You know what I mean? I think that was super important. So I think the hype about the movie that surrounded the movie, I think, was was well deserved. 
Okay. How about, how about you, Jen? I definitely agree that the hype was, um, was appropriate for the movie. You know, representation is so important overall in general. We're kind of seeing that again, you know, with the little mermaid, um, live action that's coming out and how important representation is, especially for children. And so, but, but that aside, it was a good movie. I mean, it fit in very nicely in the MCU along with everything else. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, casting was great. Um, I really liked Michael B. Jordan's character um and yes. so yeah very very happy with that movie yeah i like i like the uh the past and the present part of the movie how they open up in the past and they go to the present uh that was a very fun aspect of the movie and then uh right you said michael b jordan's character was very interesting were very good as well as some other characters in that movie that span further than that just that movie uh mm-hmm. a lot of good characters uh used yeah so i uh, enjoyed the movie you know, I'm one of those, I wasn't really huge into the comics growing up. I knew about like the main comic book characters, like the Hulk, Iron Man, Spider-Man. Like I knew about those characters, but like, you know, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. I didn't really know too much Ant-Man. I didn't really know too much about those characters. So this is one of those movies where I went into it, like not really knowing anything about Black Panther. And uh, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed kind of, you know, kind of getting to know the history of Black Panther. And I enjoy him, uh, Black Panther in the other movies also. Um, he's a you know a strong a strong character, and um, this is just one of those instances where it's kind of like I think that Marvel did a great job of kind of grabbing my interest. And I I wouldn't say there was like a large amount of people who really were into these superheroes, but now they are right. Like now, Black Panther's everywhere. People are really look up to Black Panther. People really love Doctor Strange, it, and Disney did a great job of kind of exposing that world to us as uh, like uh, like mainstream com- community, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say about it? What, what's your favorite part of the movie, Chris? Oh gosh, um, who, I don't know a, why. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I I, don't, I think my favorite part of the movie is the beginning. I that, my one of my favorite scenes in that whole movie is when they shine the spotlight up in the tree and you see Black Panther up in the tree. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that whole fight sequence at the very beginning is so cool. It just sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. How about you, Jen? Do you have like a favorite scene or Alex that you guys want to share? I um I like when killmonger walks in what does he say hey auntie you know kind of all like (laughs) swaggery like that's probably one of my favorite lines from the movie yeah that's good also like killmonger at the museum about to steal the artifacts very cool uh the way he goes about that i do like that i i really like who is who's the girl in black panther is that his sister sherry sherry yeah that kind of like does all the tech stuff like i like those type of characters uh i like her character a lot you mean the future main character of the next movie i will see (laughs) that car scene was really cool speaking about that when she's driving the car remotely yes that was cool (laughs) so this week in disney chris what did you do this week in disney so I'm going to use my time uh, for what I did in the week of Disney to rant about something that happened this week in Disney. Okay. So Jen touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, we have an African-American actress playing Ariel in the new Little Mermaid movie. And people are outraged at this. And so I just did a little research. And, uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm keeping, keeping my notes. And I want to see where all the outrage was for John Wayne when he played Genghis Khan. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal when he played the Prince of Persia. Uh, Liam Neeson as Ra's al Ghul, an Asian person. 
and Ben Affleck as Mexican, a Mexican-American character, Tony Mendez. And uh, we want to go Disney, Johnny Depp as Tonto. So we have this double standard with Disney, with all movies. And you kind of talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, too, or last week, didn't you, with the double yeah. standard? Yeah. With the dancing, remember? Yeah, with the yeah, and, and here we go again. So we have white actors and actresses playing people that they have no business playing, and no one bats an eye. And then, I mean, come on, Johnny Depp is Tonto? Native American, yeah, that was then, that was pretty like, bad. Like, come on, no one batted an eye, and now you have an amazing actress playing Ariel, who, who it's a fish person, like it's not even a real person, and and they're outraged that she's playing as actress, and uh, it's just disgusting. And and Durant, uh, no, take, I'm know, gonna take it. Go, please, I'm gonna take it and please, go. Take the baton. So the you guys all know that she is my favorite princess and always has been mm-hmm. and so you know watching d23 and and you know seeing this for the first time itself you know hearing about the casting but then actually seeing you know the first trailer she looks phenomenal sounds amazing i mean just completely and totally you know, filling this role the way that I would want somebody to fill this role in a live action. And then you compound it with, like I was saying earlier, if you have a few minutes, go watch some of those um, compilation videos. They're all over TikTok. If you want to go just cry for no reason at all, you know, (laughs) go and watch these little girls who are watching this trailer for the first time and looking up and going, she looks like me. And it is just instant tears because it's just, it's so heartwarming and you just, you really realize. I mean, you should know it anyways, but just how important representation is. And like you said, everybody who's getting up in arms over this, I will fight you because it's a <laughs> fictional character. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ones the ones Chris said, there's a lot more someone playing a part that wasn't written, written for them. Right. Pretty and bad. this is this is a, this is a, a fictional character of a fictional species that doesn't exist in real life. So who who cares a skin color? Right. It, I mean, that, yeah. it's so dumb to care about so, that kind of thing. Guys, listen, I totally agree with all you're saying, but I think it's part of a bigger picture here. Right. Because yesterday, like I was saying earlier, which I'm not sure if that part's going to be left in the, in the show. But I was out with my friends, three other guys. Right. And we were playing darts and we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. This would have never came up like this. Us talking about Disney would have never came up with those three other dudes, whatever. Right. Cause we don't talk about Disney, but people are just talking about it. So what's that one saying? But like, no, no, oh, um, all press is good press. Yeah. Type of thing. I, I mean, I don't think that's what really what, what it's all about, but there's a lot of conversation going on right now. Maybe some uncomfortable conversation going on, which is kind of good. I think, I think this, I think this is great. I think it's great that, um, that Disney's doing this and they're making things more uh, diverse, I guess you can say. Now, what do yeah. you, what is your stance on um, Rachel Zegler playing Snow White, who the character is written as skin as white as snow? Do you think? Do you think? I mean, that shouldn't be an issue, but that's how the character is written. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't. For my opinion, it doesn't make a difference. They can put you can put anyone in those parts. Look at Hamilton. Look at look at look at Ham. Look at look at the yes. stage stage production yeah. of Hamilton. Yes, you're right? exactly right. You got all those. So, what does it make a difference? If someone's gonna go ahead and play the part and play the part well and it's gonna give me feelings, I don't care. From in my opinion, yeah. And you know what it is, too? She doesn't have that much of an, uh, I guess, of a base yet for people to like. No one cares that Samuel Jackson plays Nick Fury. You know what I mean? So much so that they changed who he looks like in the comic books to look like Samuel Jackson. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's because he's been around for a while, which is sickening because, um, you know, there shouldn't be a, a standard because uh, maybe it's because he's a guy. Maybe I, who knows? 
but you know, you have this this uh, really, really, really talented uh, girl playing Ariel. I'm so excited to get a new spin on the movie. Yeah, so man, excited for, for sure, the soundtrack. Right? Um, I, I, if they made if they made her uh, uh, hot pink, I, I wouldn't care. You know, it's just it's just it's crazy. Man. But you know what? <laughs> that tail though, that tail is not very realistic. <laughs> Okay, Chris, what else you got going on in the world of Disney? You know what? The, the one other thing is the we talked about well D, we can't talk all about D23. But yeah. D23 happened last we, week. Maybe we can maybe we can do a full show on D23. Maybe we do a recap or something. Um I I was a little disappointed. I was talking about that Disney card game. I was a little disappointed by the, Why, man? I was going to talk about it. By the art that they unveiled. No, I'm excited Why? for the game itself, but as a collector of like cards, I wasn't blown away by the art. Oh, I haven't looked at more know. than just the Mickey when that was leaked. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, look at stitches. No, no, no. I, I just a little disappointed. I, I I think the art looks cool, but I think the, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think like they're the going set. for yeah. I, like I think they're going for a more magic, magic the Gathering type feel, which 100%, magic yeah. the, the Gathering cards. Uh, the art's cool. I just think I don't know. I see what you're saying though. There's something that looks maybe a little bit off about it, but I'm little, really looking forward to playing. Luster. Right? Are you gonna yeah. get it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, collect yeah, them yeah, like crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, we're gonna be playing. Listen, it. I'm disappointed, but I'm gonna I'm gonna buy every single one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's disappointing. I think they should go the Pokemon route, not the Magic Gathering route. But they're trying to make a game people actually play. People don't really play Pokemon that much. They play. People love playing Magic Gathering. Yeah, so, I see yeah, why they're doing it. You know, I see. I get it, but I was looking more forward to a Pokemon style where it's all about the art. Yes, but I'm looking at these yeah. cards. Stitch is awesome. Robin Hood is yeah, awesome. Stitch- I mean, Mickey Mouse I, is cool. Uh, yep. The Captain Hook, the Maleficent art is cool. Imagine the Maleficent art, but if it's hollow, like that'd be sick. Yeah, that's the thing. As a collector, I hope to see some holographic cards. I hope to see some like full art cards or yes. rare cards and yes. stuff like that. And not just like a, you know, deck of cards. Okay, Jen. Uh, so anything else, Chris, before we move to Jen? Nope. That's it. Okay. How about you, Jen? Um, well, if we're not really going to talk about D23, um, then because I... You know, I mean, we spent the that day at Disney Springs and then rushed home so I could see the parks um, and experiences panel. So and the big thing out of that was the new cruise ship. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah, wait for I that. I was shocked by that. I didn't know they were going to announce a new one. Did they, anybody like was that? Yeah. Was that oh, no, I, I knew it <laughs> okay. was coming. I, thought maybe. I knew that they were there had been there was one little somewhere along in, in, you know, the world of, you know, Disney Cruise Facebook stuff or somebody had mentioned they filed for um, for per, um, for Australia. Uh, and so i kind of had a feeling that with the fact that there wasn't any itineraries for the wonder after a certain point in time so we kind of knew that was all coming but i just i don't know how i feel about the name the the treasure right Disney treasure we thought it was going to be adventure like we're completely and totally banking on adventure yeah treasure not bad Mm. I, I also like the theming for the atrium. Isn't it oh, going to be yeah. like Moroccan themed, which mm-hmm. is kind of different, right? Which oh, is kind of yeah. cool. I saw that. Very cool. <clears throat> very, yeah. very pretty. So um, completely different than the wish. I just hope that they truly take the constructive criticism that's come back on the wish from the past few months um, from guests and they take it to heart and kind of make those little tweaks to fix the major issues. Aladdin's in the, in the atrium. Uh, you know, just and side, Jasmine, side, right? side note, uh, voiced by a white guy. <gasps> no. Full house. Yep. yep. Yes. Okay. And what else, Jen? 
Uh, other than that, what did we do? We went well. We went to we went to Disney Springs, Springs which we saw. We saw um, Nick, Nick from Sandpiper. Oh, yeah. nice, cool. And, that was fun. Uh, we ate at the Plate Pig, which was good. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Walked around, did a little bit of shopping before they ran off on their cruise, and um, I think that was pretty much it. Okay, we played Villainous. We can talk about that. Oh, that's that was right. fun. We did play. That was our first time playing Villainous at this. Yeah, house. who won? Was it? It was you. No, was no, it Alan? Mel won. Mel won. Mel won. Mel won. Okay. Alan, we were all really close, except for mm-hmm. you. Oh no! Yeah, I was still. I was still kind of close, but not really. <laughs> I threw the game, according to you. You threw the game. Oh, you did. You did throw the game, but we'll talk. But ugh, whatever. Uh, anything else, Jen? <laughs> no, that's it. Okay. Hey, Chris, talking about like card art, right? Yes. I think the card art in Jen on on the villainous games. I think the card art is very cool. So, Joe, that's actually what I was hoping that they would do, because um, it's made by the same people. Yeah. So I was hoping that we'd get some of that art because Emily and I always, whenever we open our villainous, I feel like we buy these things just for the just for the, for the cards. You know, sometimes it's cool. because. Uh, the, the art on the cards are very impressive. So I'm hoping to see more of that. Uh, like I said, hopefully they do some like full artwork cards where we get um, some of that cool villainous art styles. We'll see. I, what I really like about the villainous games also is the boards. I think they have really cool art on the boards, right? It's all great. Yeah. Every, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all great. Okay. How about you, Alex? What did you do in the world of Disney? Um, I didn't do too much. I haven't watched She-Hulk yet, so I'm behind on that. But I did watch Thor Love and Thunder. Um, and what'd you think? And for all you listening and how you say I can't watch a movie on one sitting, I did watch it in two nights. Uh, <laughs> we, we started on Thursday, we finished it on Friday. And no, I'm sorry, we started on Friday, finished on Saturday. But it was, it wasn't Ragnarok. Okay, I'll say that. It wasn't Ragnarok, but it was good. It just wasn't as good as Ragnarok. Ragnarok is like an amazing movie. And I just don't think it was as good as that. Um, it was good. It had funny parts. It had, you know, fun parts, but um, yeah, I just don't think it was good as Ragnarok, which is hard to keep up with. And but all the people in it, someone just mentioned Russell Crowe. The Russell Crowe part was hilarious, yeah. and it was so funny because <laughs> we were watching it, and then the movie ended, and then credits started, and my and my wife goes, "Russell Crowe was in this movie." I go, "Rat, yeah, he was Zeus." She goes, "What? Can we rewind it?" And then actually after the movie, there's like bonus. <laughs> there's Russell Crowe calling in his son. She and she got to see it, and she was like, "What? I can't believe that." Um, but there was a lot of funny parts of this movie, and um, there was there was some good scenes for sure. And I know people were complaining that maybe um, I'm forgetting the name right now of the villain who who played uh, Christian Bale might have outperformed the cast, and uh, I think he did. He did a really good job. Yeah, Christian the, Bale is a great actor. And I said to my wife, I said, I bet you he was really mean to all his kids on set because he's a he's a. Ah. <laughs> he's a <laughs> that was She's cool a, how they had all the kids in the movie. Yes, you're not even talking about one of the best parts, which was the end credit scene. I thought about one already. What was the other one? No, with um, Roy Kent, uh, Brett Goldstein. Oh, as... I... yeah, when he calls in his son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so excited. So excited for why, that. Why? Who is Very this? Cool. I don't know who that is. Because he's amazing. Why is he amazing? What has he done? Have you not watched Ted Lasso? I no, don't think I, he has. I don't have, uh, oh, I don't have Apple. He's, or, he's hilarious. He's really oh funny. He's a good character in Ted Lasso. He's just a good actor in general. Okay. He's been in one thing. How you know if he's a good actor? I've, ever, I've <laughs> never seen him before Ted Lasso. Okay, you guys want to know what I did in week Disney this week? Yeah, go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> we went to uh, Magic Kingdom on Monday. We celebrated my 13th wedding anniversary. We ate at 
Be Our Guest. Have you guys ever been there? Jen, have you been yes. to Be Our Guest? I've I been have there. not. Oh, Alex has been there. I've been oh, there. It's really good. Yes, wow, it is. Alex, Alex has been someplace that I haven't? That's what? right. Yeah. Yes. Write this down. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? <laughs> it was a while ago, but my wife and I, my wife wanted to eat there for a long time. We finally got in one night, one day, and it was good. I liked it. it was it, We sat by, I think we sat in the right side of the restaurant uh, by when one they had the, like the they had them the, dancing. The music, the music box? I don't know. They had a, there's like a... Uh, a statue of them dancing. We're by that. Yep, yep. It was like music box. Yep, that's where we sat too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, food was delicious. We had filet mm-hmm. mignon. It was amazing. Yeah. We had the dessert. There's like a three dessert like trio thing that we had, which was really, really good. Um, also for what do we have for appetizer? Oh, the French onion soup was really, really good. This is my first time ever having French onion soup. Oh really? I know, guys. I know, I know. I was never wow. huge into French. It's really onions. good, onion. right? That's, it was delicious. So. Uh, that was really awesome. We got to ride Mine Train. That was a lot of fun. We went to go ride Big Thunder, and about halfway, we were like going through the line. It was fine, and they it broke down and didn't open until like super late. So we didn't get to ride Big Thunder. We rode mm. Carousel Pro. It was really busy that day. It was well, super busy. You didn't I ride mean, Hall of Presidents? No, I, <laughs> I didn't ride it. No, I didn't ride Hall of Presidents. We we went on another couple couple rides. Uh, it was just it was really really packed. We ate. Oh, do they have orange Dole Whip now? Which was really Ooh. good. Uh, we 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 had orange Dole Whip. Uh, Mel had the strawberry Dole Whip, which was really good. I like how they have all the different flavors because I'm not a big fan of the pineapple yeah. Dole Whip. And we also had a game night this past um, this past weekend, which was a lot of fun. Ryan, one of our Patreon members, we have a couple Ryans. Uh, one of our Patreon members, he hosted like a like a pyramid 100. What it was like hundred grand pyramid, whatever type game where there's like a clue and then password, password, password. Yeah. Oh, I, guess I love that type of whatever. game. How did you oh, do, man. Joe? Was... Did you do well? Chris and I dominated. Oh, that's right. I forgot about we, we, it. We 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 just dominated everyone. I, some of the, some of the that. clues that we were giving was this. I know. Ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, that was a blast. If you want to get in on those game nights, all you gotta do is join our Patreon. Go to dizhis.com. But I think we're gonna start doing these like once every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We do. I think we're gonna. I think. I think Sunday night is a uh, is a pretty good night. Oh, uh, Sunday night. We do, yeah, we do Sunday night right before House of Dragons. So if I make yes. eight to nine, we play, and it's a lot yep. of fun. Eight to get nine. off for Game of Thrones. That's pretty much it, guys. So tune in next week for our episode. We're gonna be recapping D twenty three. And that's the his on the Hall of Presidents. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.